and welcome to another episode of Benessa. Today, Mandy Young Howard will be joining us to tell us a little bit more about the support that's available to international students through the International Student Support Office, as well as sharing some of her top tips. Yeah, so welcome Mandy, thanks for joining us today. Would you mind introducing yourself and telling us a little bit more about your role within the university please? Okay, so I'm Mandy Angharad and I'm the International Support Officer for the International Support Team in the office and I work with my colleague Alan Edwards and we deal with all sorts of welfare issues for students from financial hardship, uh, visa inquiries and anything really that isn't predominantly academic based. That's great. Thank you so much for that. So it sounds like you really have an interesting kind of day-to-day work. So what exactly does the International Student Support Office actually do on a day-to-day basis then? So on a day-to-day basis, we have office hours from 10 to 4 where we have drop-in. We don't have an appointment uh, system, so students just pop in with, and it can range from help with their tuition fees, help with queries about halls, um, academic uh, signposting, Um, And then we also have a host of trips and events that we put on. So there's some admin work that goes with that. But it is predominantly helping international students um, and signposting them to support in the university. Okay, amazing. And Mandy, if a student is looking for some guidance from you then, you said, you know, pop in. Um, So that's the best way of getting in touch. I know you have social media channels and everything like that as well. But dropping into Rathbone is, is the best way, is it? Yeah. So we're here Monday to Fridays, drop in and see either one of us are in the office. We also have, like you said, our social media channels um, at Bangor International. Mm-hmm. We only have Instagram. Uh, we don't have any other channels, but yeah, pop in and see us. We also have international support at bangor.ac.uk mailbox, which is monitored daily. So it sounds like you're really present for students and you're always kind of really available as much as you can be. So it's really nice to know that I think any students listening, it's really reassuring to know for international students there is that support, but also other students who might not fall under that remit can signpost their own friends if, you know, if they have international friends on their course. It just is good to know about what support's on offer. So that's really interesting. So can I ask, could you just give a quick refresher about the visa side of kind of working so the hours students can work and, and any questions they've got with that where where would they go to yeah so visas and working hours is a minefield but predominantly it, a student will have the hours they're permitted to work on their brp card which is their visa and typically during t- term time for postgrads and undergrads it's 20 hours per week and that's monday to sunday it's not prorated per month Um, Going over these hours could have implications on subsequent visa applications, so we advise students to adhere strictly to the rules. Um, During the holidays or the vacation periods, international students are permitted to work full-time, which is up to 48 hours in the UK. And once they've finished their course, they can also work full-time until their visa expires. That's that's great. That's yeah, whistle stop tour of visas that now we know. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. We, we, we. Yeah, it's a, it is a minefield, isn't it? I was um, talking to Alan the other day and I was saying I went through a bit of a phase um, a few years ago and I was like, I'm going to move to Australia. I'm going to do a year abroad and I started looking into the visas. Oh, my gosh, it's so complicated. So it's so nice to know that because what I was missing then was actually having someone to talk to and be like, okay, which one should I go for? Which one's going to work for me? 
but that's where you guys can can help it and that's really it's really complex because there's only so much we can advise on legally but anything educational or Mm. postgraduate work visas we're there to advise and visa extensions I think the main advice is that if because it is such a minefield and it's ever changing Mm. um, immigration is a hot topic at the moment with the UK government just always come in and ask Uh, we find a lot of rumours start spreading among student communities and it's always best just to come and see me and Alan because we are trained to give that advice so if you're unsure pop and see us and we can point you in the right direction Perfect, cool, okie dokie. So obviously finding part-time work or full-time work after graduating is important for all students within the university, but do you have any advice to offer international students on this? Maybe how a student might go about finding an employer that would sponsor them or anything like that? Yeah, I think it's really difficult, especially for international students in a a rural place like Bangor. So I think my main advice would be, as well as looking for part-time work, is to look at volunteering opportunities, internship opportunities, Mm. especially for undergrads. We have the the internship scheme to also get involved with clubs and societies. And whilst it's not paid work, it's excellent experience. I have a lot of international students come to me and say, I can't apply for this job because I have no experience. Mm -hmm. And then you demonstrate the kind of work they have done or the volunteering they have done and and how they can apply that to their CV or the Mm. job description they're applying for so I think my main advice is whilst there's not a lot of opportunities in Bangor is to take advantage of especially the university roles that they can transfer those skills onto future jobs absolutely yeah brilliant and I know something I kind of always say to people is that experience doesn't have to be paid and there's so many Mm -hmm. things in house and if there isn't an opportunity that a student wants, there are ways to create that as well so you know creating new societies but it sounds like your role is so um, diverse and you said about some of the trips and going all over the place so I know I I hear about what you're doing I'm like oh my gosh I'd love (laughs) to go on these things but what would you say is like the highlight of your job is 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 there something that you that kind of yeah really ignites your your sparkle in the morning there's so many parts of my job that I love I think the main thing for me um I've never been in a student facing role before but every day you can help somebody Mm. or you can advise somebody and then you all see me out and about on my trips and social media and that is the really rewarding part like last night we had a culture night um in association with a welsh theater company called fran wen mm-hmm. it's hugely successful we had performers from uh, an opera from thailand uh, a welsh traditional folk artist and bangor is so diverse so it's nice to share that and they're the highlights for me is seeing the nice side of mm. our international community yeah no that's lovely uh, like Beth mentioned with the, all the events and the trips you do is there anything because obviously this is going to be aired before Christmas is there anything in the new year to for people to be looking forward to anything to keep an eye out yeah so we've just put together and finalized our schedule from uh, January to June this year and it ranges it's there's all sorts of stuff so we're starting with international movie night um, we've got a trip a trip to Port Marion which is going to be a guided tour we have got I'm trying to think in order of the months but <laughs> you've given all the like hot topics away so is so oh, yeah. is this getting released in January yeah so it's predominantly for our new starters in January because yeah. predicting a high number of international students but that's not to say home students or international students are more than welcome on our trips. Okay. We've got Eurovision Night in collaboration with Campus Life. Oh, We've got cool. Hike Up Snowdon, a Shinogwen circular walk. So there's lots to look That's forward brave. to. 
And St. David's Day, we have a big uh, celebration in Reichel where we've got a traditional Welsh tumpath, which is traditional Welsh dancing. So anybody who's seen Diwali or the Bollywood Nights, you're going to love that. So oh, that's cool. one to look out for. <laughs> wow, brilliant. Oh, it's, it's, it sounds like there's so much that goes in. And you said it before, you know, we've got such a diverse community and actually that is so amazing to celebrate and the fact we've got support for that. And I think, oh, I'm just... I wish you know that more people knew about what you did because I think sometimes we have all this support and you know we work in central services and people don't know what goes on and like you know there's you and Alan there's two people and you support so many students do so many amazing things I think we deal with a lot of difficult welfare issues um students do face a lot of challenges when they get here and we do see a lot of difficult cases but then there's a lot of positive as well mm. and to be in rural Bangor and to be part of such a diverse multicultural group of people it's absolutely amazing I've learned yeah. so much I've only been in post six months and I know so much about different countries it's really oh, really, really positive cool. I know, and um, I just wanted to bring up as well, you got to go to um, down to South Wales, didn't you, um, not so long ago? Yes, I got to meet the First Minister of Wales, Mark Drakeford, so we took our Indian Society down to celebrate uh, Diwali, and there was lots of um, senior politicians, and it was just, it was an amazing event, it was oh, a, fair. I think it's the highlight of my career at Bangor, I've been here 19 years now, amazing. and it really was, really, it was an honour to be part of their culture, it was yeah. absolutely amazing. Oh. So you shared so much useful information with us. But yeah, so in your role, you have your drop-ins, you have these trips. Like, how do you relax? How do you kind of debrief from that? Just because obviously we want to be real about work experiences. You know, people have jobs and it can, you know, it sounds quite intense at times. How do you switch off? Is there a specific thing you do? No, I'm, um, I do lots of stuff. I like, I love nature. I think it's really important to reset, rebalance. Like I've said, it is quite a, high intensity job it's very busy um, we deal with lots of difficult cases as well as the happy cases so mm. I I do wild swimming um, oh, wow. I hike a lot um, so nature I think is my way of de-stressing oh that's cool that's oh, really nice. nice so that's why you know the international ca- the events calendar has got some walks on because yeah. that's your happy place <laughs> I think predominantly there's lots of mountain and nature escapes <laughs> there but I think as well for the area is beautiful to showcase mm. what international students might not have in their mm. country mm. that's no. true if i'm going back now sorry to like finding work and employability and international students and stuff one thing sorry i'm going back to australia mm-hmm. um one thing that i never even really thought about about trying for jobs in a different country is different countries have different cv rules and different application rules like some people call it a resume mm-hmm. so obviously we're on hand to help with that stuff as the employability service but is there any tips in terms of trying for jobs in the UK or anything like that? Yeah, I think from international students that have applied for roles with us in our office, I think one thing I would really advise that a lot of international students don't think is important, and I know when you're applying at Bangor University is really important, is the covering letter. Mm. I think a lot of students I've seen, and I don't give careers advice, but mm. they think their CV is the most important part of a job application, where mm. in fact it's the job application and the covering letter. Mm. So I always advise them to make sure their covering letter matches the job description mm-hmm. um, and they put enough relevant experience for the essential 
essential requirements of that job description. I think internationally, CVs and LinkedIn seem to be the the buzzword, but in the (laughs) UK, that's just, it's Mm. not how we employ people. So that would be my advice, a really good covering letter Mm -hmm. and to come and get some advice on you guys on what's relevant in a covering letter as opposed to a CV and the application. Oh, that's perfect. Thanks. And yeah. it does help because we're all in the same building. So yes, you can do it is. two birds, one stone. <laughs> exactly. But um, keep coming back to kind of things I think about, but um, we're talking about events and obviously there's a big event in goes on the One World Gala. So yeah, yeah do you want to tell us a bit about that? Because I don't know if everyone listening might not have heard of it. So we've been doing these culture nights with a company called Brown Wem, which are basically mini galas. But in March, March the 7th, we have a big One World Gala, which... Uh, my predecessor who did the role before Marcel did fabulously so I am very nervous about (laughs) arranging the one in March and I'm coming up with all sorts of ideas he had glitter cannons I'm trying to top that I'm not going to spill any ideas here but um, yeah so basically in the run up to that the two Thursdays before we hold auditions um, anybody's welcome home international students with any kind of talent to a, to audition for that and then it's a big night in pj hall um yeah so that's coming up imminently after this welcome week so oh, watch this space and save the date 7th of march oh brilliant don't you get any ideas fiona we are not we are not <laughs> well we're not duetting i don't think anybody's racing i, I don't think should i don't think do anyone it. needs to hear, needs to hear <laughs> us two singing might be a bad idea but i am not performing just i am (laughs) just events organizing but we have got two intern positions that we're hoping to fill that you guys have advertised for us and and they're predominantly to work with me on arranging Mm. the one world gala so exciting exciting opportunities for students Oh, definitely. So you've given us so much useful information there. And you know, first of all, thank you for coming to speak to us because we know how busy you are. So it's you're welcome. <laughs> oh, brilliant. And I think as well, it's just nice to know that there is someone always there. There is that support there because sometimes yeah. it can get quite lonely, can't you, if you're in a new place? I mean, yeah, so it's really good to know that there is that support there for people who need it. Absolutely. I think what happens with international students is they come to us at crisis point. Mm. So I think I would urge just any questions, just come and ask rather than asking your peers and maybe getting some misinformation. You know, Rathbone, like you said earlier, is a mm. one, one-stop shop really yeah. for all welfare issues. So yeah. yeah, just come and see us before things escalate to a point where we're at crisis mode. Definitely. Doors open any time, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, ten to four, Fionn. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Not any time. Please don't turn up at two a.m. Because <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah, good thing you pointed that out. <laughs> Not any time at I'll two a.m. I think we'll all be in bed asleep. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's great. Thank you so much for joining us. I actually really enjoyed that. Um, it's always so good to learn more about what you guys do. So. Yeah, I think that brings the episode to a close then. And this is the last one for 2023. So for anyone who's listening, we'll see you in the next year. Enjoy your break. I know I will be enjoying it. (laughs) Well, enjoy the holidays. And we'll be back in 2024 with yet more episodes.